and welcome back to the podcast for the over 40s fitness my name is tristan lowe of good condition lincoln and i've got with me today amy wallace from marketing limited hi amy how you doing really good thank you how are you not too bad long time no see yes it has been since december last year uh, we, we met at another business meeting in lincoln and we've kind of lightly kept in touch since then um, to kickstart the podcast off again. So what are we now? Uh, February the 12th, 2019 already, already into mid-February. And of course, uh, Market In Limited, hospitality, uh, special, uh, specialising in hospitality in Lincoln, you've um, come on leaps and bounds. Yes, very much so. So um, when we had our last podcast, I was on my own yep. and had been for just over a year. You, so, uh, you, as in like you were the sole person running marketing? I limited. was, I was the sole person. Um, so since the 10th of December, yep. I now have Harry. Yep. So he's our digital marketer. Harry Potter? Not quite, although okay. he is a wizard. Oh, I we, like we, do, it. we do say he is a wizard. Yeah, like it. Marketing right. wizard. Um, yeah, so now I'm not on my own. Um, I have Harry as well. So I've started to grow the team, which is what I've always wanted. A team. From the get-go. Yeah, love it. Not not employees, a team. A team and yeah. a family. Yeah, So superb. Yeah, yeah. it's very exciting and it can only really go up from here, so it's yeah. good. Great. Okay, so uh, so Harry uh, Harry's come on board, and where did he come from? Where, where, where did he uh, educate or train? So he he was actually at the University of Lincoln as well. Yeah, same local as people me. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's also studied a master's as well, Great. which he graduated a few days ago. Really. Superb. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you've got a team. You've got one hundred percent more than what you had before. Exactly. Yeah. Like you've doubled. You've doubled your workforce. That sounds better. <laughs> okay, well, good condition. Uh, there's five of us now. There's myself. We've got uh, Nicola and Sam, um, and uh, they specialise in sports massage therapy, personal training, and the nutrition side. And we've got two placements from university as well, um, from Lincoln again. Always looking to recruit local. So at the moment, we've got a team of five at our centre, um, looking after um, businessmen and women in Lincoln who want to get their bodies in good condition. All right, quick plug. Okay, uh, what was the subject that you wanted to bring up today, Amy? Right, so it's actually Harry's subject. All right. He knew that I was coming here today. Thanks, Harry. So he asked, um, he wants us to talk about how to look after ourselves in the workplace. What, on a construction site? <laughs> in an office, if that's okay. Yeah. Just so that we can apply it to day-to-day -day activity at Market in HQ. Because you work, because you work in an office, you yes. don't work on a construction site. So Neither with us being a marketing agency, um, we're very much at the computer. Yeah. Uh, but we also we stand up quite a lot to brainstorm, okay. get our creative juices flowing. Yeah. I'm also out and about a lot. Hence, I'm out of the office right now. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just want to know how to look after ourselves when we are sat at our desks. Okay. All right, let's fire away then. So Harry's come on board, and Harry's asked this question: How to look after himself and you? In the yes. workplace, how long is your day at work in, in terms of actually in uh, in uh, marketing? Okay, so it can vary. Um, I can quite easily do from 7am to 7 o'clock at night. That's a long day. So it can quite easily be that. Yeah. Um, but most of the time it is sort of half eight until half five. Okay. Um, but we love it so much, we quite often stay a bit longer. Yeah, and um, I, I, I would consider half eight to half five these the general... Um, interpretation of an office of an office day yeah yes we still go home and answer a phone call answer an email or we get in touch with someone or, or prep some work the next day but I would, I would say a eight to nine hour day within an office is the norm for a full-time employee yeah okay. it tends to be yeah there's always someone who work longer okay yeah, that's great 
all right, my wife, my wife, she, she works, you know, like an eight and a half hour day, five days a week. Still might do something at home mentally or whatever, but just generally, that's the time. All right, so let's get back to Harry. All right, in the first instance then, when you're working in an office, um, you have to be mindful of the size of the office that we're working in. So at the moment, the room that we're in here, good condition, is one of our treatment rooms, which is, um, which is uh, 10 foot long by six foot wide. Okay, so we've got about 60 square foot in here now, give or take, which is enough for two bodies to be in comfortably. How big is the office at Market Inn for two bodies? I'd probably say, looking at this room, it's probably about six times this. Okay, so you've got, okay, so six, so you've probably got about 300 square foot or more. Maybe a bit smaller. Okay, so. Because it's on an angle. All right, so it's trendy. It's, so it's quirky. It's quirky. It's quirky to go with the brand. All right. Is there enough space uh, to put in two more bodies at workstations comfortably? There won't be, no. So when we um, grow further yep. in the next year, we yep. will be moving offices. Okay. So would you say at the moment then your 80% capacity for physical workspace? Yeah, could, I'd say so. Could you put one more in? Um, comfortably? Probably not, because we, we do have another desk there at the moment, yep. but we use it for our coffee machine, yep. our welcome in sign. Great, yeah. Um, so I think for the general flow, um, of everyday life, it wouldn't suit having someone else in there. Yeah, right then. So it works really well. We've crunched the numbers down then, and through through teasing it out of you, we figured that generally then, the space you've got now, the size of marketing's building now, the headquarters, is just about right for two people to breathe. Yes, yeah. it's a really good size for two okay. of us, and to have clients, you know, Greek clients. Oh so. yeah, that's a biggie as well, because you want a client to be able to come into market in in Lincoln and come in and feel comfortable with the hour or two hours they're actually with you. Exactly. They, they don't want to be in a telephone box. But people yeah. always say that they absolutely love the office. They right. feel so welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's really fresh, yeah. light. Um, Super, yeah. All right, okay, so first thing is then, when you, you and Harry get to uh, get to work in the morning, once you've gone and make your cuppa, because everyone does that, force of habit, right? Are you straight at the desk? Within five minutes of turning up at headquarters, headquarters are you sat down at your desk? Uh, we tend to have a bit of a catch-up. Standing or seated? Um, standing. Okay. Yeah, okay. so we um, we arrive, we obviously yeah have a catch-up, yeah. and then we'll go and freshen up the water. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's in our coffee machine and in our jug as well, because yeah. we like to see how much water we're drinking. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so we have that, and yeah, we just catch up, and oh. then we sit down. Gotcha. To okay. start the day. Right, now. Do you have a fixed uh, time for your lunch breaks? Do you know when lunchtime is? On a day when you're in the building all day? No, to be honest. Um, our whole lives are dictated by clients. Yeah. So depending on deadlines, yeah. we'll then fit lunch in around there. Okay, because we're still in year one yes. of marketing. Well, no, so ju just over. Just over. Just over year one. Well done. Thank you. For those that can't see, that was a fist bump. It was. All right, that's cool. All right, so, okay, we're sat down now. Um, Harry sat at his uh, workstation, you're sat at yours, because you're not standing, they're not the, okay, right. So already you're in a, what we, what we would call in my line of work in the health and remedial industry, is you're in a flexed position. Your spine is flexed, your lower back, your spine is flexed because you're sat down, so your knees are almost parallel with your hips, okay? You were standing, yeah, okay, nice straight spine. Quickest way for me to be is a straight line and you've taken that straight line out by sitting down now. So there's weaknesses now wherever the bend is. You are now in like an L-shaped position. Okay, and that's a weak position for your body to be in, Amy. Yours and Harry's. All right, you're strongest when you're longest. Yeah? I like that. Yeah, I that. yeah your spine should be straight, within reason, okay? Right, so you're sat down and you're sat on two of the biggest, strongest muscles in the body, what we call the glutes. 
you're sat on them, okay? They're big, powerful muscles, of, of which you've got two. You've got one on the left, one on the right. All right, so if we're sat on that muscle, and you're also sat on um, some of the longest muscles in the body, that's the hamstrings. So the longest, some of the longest, and some of the most powerful muscles that are in the middle of our body are now asleep, quiet, because we're sat sort of on them, so they're not being used. So you've got all those long, big muscles that are just sat there for anything between um, one and nine hours a day. Yes. Yeah. Broken down with getting up to, to, to make lunch, to make a phone call. All right, so uh, how often are you getting up each hour? I tend to stand up when I'm on the phone. It just tends to be my practice. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm on the phone quite a lot. Is that so? If you're so... stood up and you've got the phone in your hand, are you close to the client that you're speaking to? Because <laughs> you're stood up. <laughs> Love that. Never thought of it like that. Um, no, like, it just seems to be practice so yeah. that I can flex my muscles in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Harry always smiles at me because I literally stand up every single time. A power stance. Yeah. <laughs> so like he, he, he can tell I'm on the phone because I'm stood up. Okay, um, like it. But yeah, it's good. I, it kind of breaks up the day a bit yeah. by standing up. Yeah. Um, whenever we greet a client, we obviously go and get them from downstairs yeah. okay. in reception. So we'll walk there. Uh, yeah, and we're out and about quite a bit as well. So right. we never sat there for the whole day. Sure, yeah. That would never tip. happen. Because that's a quite a comfortable uh, position to be in. And I don't mean physically, where someone thinks, oh, I'm comfortable, I'll only get off the chair to make a tea, coffee, make my lunch, and eat my lunch at my desk. Right, that's, that's, that's a no-no. Don't eat your lunch at the desk that you're working at. It's too easy to do that. It's a bad thing to do. Because what you're doing is, you're looking at your screen. You're looking at your phone, you're looking at your screen, you're looking at your desktop, paperwork, whilst you're eating. So you're not looking at what you're eating for lunch or breakfast, okay? Which we, we should do. We should look at what we put in our mouths. You know, we haven't got to stare at it. Well, you eat with your eyes, don't you? Yeah. yeah. A part like of it. that. Yeah. All right. Okay, so, right. Now, do you drive to work? I do, yes. Does Harry drive to work? No, he doesn't. He walks. Big tick for Harry. Harry's got one up on you. So it's one nil. Because everything else was equal up to now, right? I think it would take me about an hour to walk. Does to Harry stand up to make phone calls? Only you would know. It's varied. So hot. Okay. So, so it, it tend every single time I get a phone call, I always stand up. So if you're on the phone to me, you know that I'm standing up. All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, Harry's sort of fifty-fifty. All right. Okay. The fact he walks to work and walks home. How long is his walk? It's about 15 minutes. Okay, that's enough for him to get fresh air, to get blood pumping around his, his body, get his synovial fluid around the knees, get his nervous system switched on, get some, and actually see and look at different things on the way. You know? So he's already refreshed when he gets there. He's wide awake. Even after a poor night's sleep, a walk down the road, you can't go to sleep while you're walking. You've got to be switched on for everything. Okay, so next thing. Right, where do you have your lunch? When you have your lunch, where do you have it? So I don't tend to take the full hour. Don't need to. Um, so Harry, um, he has the full hour, but I don't tend to take it. Okay. Um, just Is that you trying to get one-one with Harry? Is that you trying to get level playing? <laughs> it sounds like it, doesn't it? Um, we're very good. So we, we always prioritise clients. Yeah. And Harry's the same as well. So he's always prioritising them um, in terms of whether he takes a lunch break, like for the amount of time. Let's pretend that today neither of you had a client, just for some reason, uh, yes. uh, coming in. So you actually took a 30-minute break or something. Yeah. Where are you eating your prawn sandwich? Prawn sandwich. Um, sometimes it is at my desk, I must admit. Okay, the desk that you actually were up on yes. and you worked from. 
Is that because there's nowhere else in your building to eat? No, there's so many places. But sometimes I eat whilst I'm sending emails, just to get on top of emails. Yeah. Um, but now you've said this, you're making me want to go outside of my office yeah. when I eat. Right. But I'll... sometimes I'll, I'll go to like the Zing Cafe okay. or the Spark House Cafe downstairs. So I'll see people, I'll yeah. walk around. Yeah. There's also a kitchen. Right, you've got it there then. So I, I do mix it up a bit. If you didn't have those at arm's length, you would ask for them or want for them or need them. You've got them, so use them. You know, they, if that was taken away from me tomorrow morning, if the if the think tank wasn't there and the and the city centre, of which I know you're in, in, wasn't there, if you were based in the middle of a field, okay, I'm not asking you to put your new building in the middle of a field, but if you were a long drive away from anywhere, where you, then you'd think, oh, it's not fair, I haven't got, you've got it all, Yeah. use it. Well, like in Spark House, there's, yeah, there is the kitchen outside of our, Excellent. room so Good. it's brilliant sometimes i use it and then other times i'll just get on top of emails but now that you've said this i promise you i'll make sure just, I just go out just a suggestion i uh, our staff we don't eat um off a treadmill we don't eat off a kettlebell it's true we don't eat um off our our, our therapy couches because one one it's not the done thing two it won't be hygienic or healthy but we go and we'll eat separately away from where we work yeah, okay, so, and that's not being clever. That's a good process and a habit. Um, well, Harry's got one up on me with that then, because um, nine times out of 10, he does leave the office to eat, so. Right. Posture. Yes. Tell us about your posture. I'm six feet four. How tall are you? About seven foot one. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking. Okay. Um, about five foot four, I'd say. All right, all right. So, now, <clears throat> but the process, our heights are different. Six foot four and five foot one, all right but the actual process should be the same. We, sh we should still get up, lift the shoulders, pull them back, retract our upper back, okay? And now the back is like our chassis. The back, our spine, is our body's chassis for, 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 our, for our frame. And actually that's something we have to look after. What we should do is lift the shoulders, is pull them back, get our shoulder blades and get them to pinch and pull back and squeeze, okay? But you haven't got to go anywhere for that. You can do it standing up, you could even do it sat down. Uh, we could we should flex our neck. We should flex and extend the neck, left, right, up and down, like people do on flights, long flights. Yeah, you'll you always see someone doing that. that. Don't you? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm the sad guy. That someone can just see the head moving left, right, up and down. Think, what's he watching? We actually um, touched on this in our previous podcast, didn't we? We did, yeah. With the travelling one. Um, and the posture. What you don't want is curvature of the spine. Okay. Um, and uh, curvature of the spine it, it could naturally happen as we age, anyhow. You've heard about how, oh, I think I shrink because I'm getting older. It's actually not that the, it's that the spine's um, curling over. The back, our chassis, is bending. So from the tip of our head to our feet, now could be half an inch less. Okay, and that's because too much time in sedentary positions. Yeah. All right, so going to extension. It is so important to extend our bodies backwards. Not hyperextension, but certainly some kind of extension to actually open up the ribcage, open up our yeah. spine get those muscles opened up, get our ligaments and tendons warm. Again, don't need fancy equipment, you know, just need to actually think about it, get up and do it. Um, well, like I was saying to you earlier, we do have posture checks. So we'll, be, so we'll be working yeah. and then one of us will randomly say, posture check. Okay. So right. we then check our posture. You do it now? I'll do I it am. Now. Okay, so I'm pulling my shoulder blades back, pull yours back, great. Okay, and already in 10 seconds, you feel that that little one percent better just by doing that. It doesn't take rocket science because it isn't. It's just actually getting, lifting, retracting. Um, your posture 
Again, when you're sat at the chair, I would advise to go, when you go back, look at yours and Harry's chair. And what you don't want is, when you're sat down, your knees do not want to be higher than your hips. Okay, if your knees, like at the moment, as I'm sat down now, Amy, on this therapy stool, my knees are probably about parallel with my hips or just a fraction higher, would you say? Maybe yes. a fraction higher. Yeah. So if I'm going to lift this stool now and try and get it higher, my knees are now below my hips, as you can see that. Right, suddenly there's less pressure on my lower spine. Just by putting my knees, what, half an inch to an inch lower than my hips. Lorry drivers, yeah, um, suffer from bad backs. A lot of them do. And, oh, it's because they're eating rubbish all day. Well, they don't all eat rubbish all day. And quite often, if a lorry driver has not checked the ergonomics of his seat, okay, not gone and spoken to the, the wellbeing department at his company, his or her company, you'll find if we're to go in and stop all the lorry drivers or bus drivers, their knees will be parallel with their hips, okay, mid-case. Worst case scenario, the knees will be slightly higher than their hips, and that is putting a compressive load on the lower back all day. Right. So take those knees and get them just below the hips, and straight away it takes... A bit That's of, uh, really good to know. It takes a bit of pressure off your lower back. Well, we've used the HSE, you know, all the yeah, the health, the health and safety. safety executive thing, yeah. um, so we've set up our workstations to be compliant with that. Yeah. But it's good to know your tip as well. Yeah. Simple tip. Again, not rocket science. Doesn't take any fancy equipment or any um, uh, guru to show you. You can go there today and within three seconds know if your knees are parallel with your hips when you're sat down all day. If they are, make that very slight adjustment so they're just lower, not higher. Yeah, I tried sitting in the Porsche once, okay, and one, it with the ceiling was too low, but more importantly, my knees were by my ears, and I couldn't sit in it for more than an hour. It wasn't mine, it was a friend's, so I thought, for that reason, I'm not having one today. So it looks good. <laughs> you looked good, but no, you didn't feel too good. No, it didn't look good. It looked daft. Okay, what else? I've heard that... Um... The artist chairs can really help. Okay. You know where you have your legs behind? Yeah. Ah, oh, is that when the, your your knees are flexed and your heels are behind you? Right. Yeah, so you'd be sat like this, yeah. and then you'd have your legs behind gotcha. on yeah. a ledge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so now, they tend to be quite popular, don't they? Yeah, because what they're doing is, so if you're sat down, um, your hips have now gone from what we consider to be a 90 degree angle at the hip, and it could be, um, uh, greater than that where your knees are now dropped below your hips and your heels are coming back okay that instantly takes the pressure off your lower back and when you say an artist chair um, I've seen them yeah uh, it looks like they're sat in like a zigzag exactly but it's like you need you actually kneel on it don't you yeah okay, so you so have your knees on it yeah I've your seen legs them. behind the ledge yeah have you got are you gonna get one of those potentially I've tried one out and it really did help yeah it can be quite a uh, um, a, a, a not shock to the system but a, a big a big jolt when you actually go and sit on something that is so differently designed for your posture it can actually make you feel uncomfortable at the first instance yeah when you're not used to it yeah it's because your spine's not used to being in different angles it's constantly that 90 degree flex at the spine and knees which is not good for it okay so i would think something like that i would at least try before you buy yeah there's got to be someone out there that, that makes those chairs, delivers them, supplies them, that's happy to send the team at Market In Limited, one if not two, for a week's trial. Yeah, because if you think about it, some of those chairs cost hundreds. And if they were going to um, let you try one out for a day, okay, like you hear about these companies that send out mattresses, try before you buy, I think it's like a hundred day return. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a manufacturer out there at the moment that sends mattresses to your door, I'll find out. Yes, I know what you mean. I'm yeah. trying to think and of the brand, I think, but I, I know think, what you I mean. I think it's a hundred day, something yes. like that. It, long enough for you to know. 
and I get it. After three months of lying on a mattress, you're going to start sleeping as normal. There's, there probably won't be too many people who wait to day 99 and send it back because you've still got to get another one. But generally, they're going to give you enough time for you to be certain, get through that uncomfortable period of sleeping on a new mattress until it eventually becomes comfortable again. And they figured that 90 days or 99 days is enough. There's got to be one of those artist ergonomic chairs out there yes. where the supplier, the distributor, the middleman the middle will send it out to you and say, Amy, Harry, that's yours for a week. Knock well, I've out. actually already tried one because um, my partner's stepdad, he's a yep. jeweller. Okay. Um, so he has an artist chair. Right. Yeah, so he he um he runs his own jewellery business. Yeah. But obviously sitting there all day yep. um, and working on intricate designs. Yeah. He and needs a chair like that. Of course he does. So 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 Jamie's um Jamie's dad, yeah. Stepdad, yeah. Stepdad. Um he's literally gotta be right on top of what he's working with. Exactly. Uh, you know, fine intricate work. And his time his, and his energy and his attention is spent on that tiny little um, item in front of him. And whilst ever he's doing that, the big thing, which is his spine, his back and his neck, has historically been jeopardised because he's concentrating on the tiny little thing in front. Exactly. And now he's got one of those chairs. Yes, he has. Excellent, yeah. great idea. So I've, I've tried and tested. Stretches are important. They are. Now, <clears throat> I'm not talking about... Um, uh, going to stand on the roof with one leg in the air in a yoga I'm glad. position. I'm glad okay? it's not that. Because I don't do that, okay? And don't do it in public. Um, a stretch. Okay, let's talk about what type of stretch, right? On this occasion, a static stretch is when you uh, find a stretching point in the body, okay, big muscles, back, legs, shoulders, chest, and you find that biting point of the stretch, one that feels just out of comfortable into the uncomfortable threshold, and you hold it for 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds, okay? That's what we call a static stretch. There's no movement. Once you find the stretching point, there's no movement. Okay. And you might do it for, some people do those static stretches for a minute, Amy. Now, a dynamic stretch is when you take that, uh, that muscle group or those joints and actually move them, pump blood around them to, to, to stretch them. Right. Dynamic stretches are best done at the beginning of exercise or uh, mobility work, and static stretches are done at the best after, at best after. So now, if you're going to do a stretch while you're working in an office, you're not going to do a workout in the next three minutes. You're not going on a construction site. You're going to carry on at your desk, carry on at the, the workplace or the table. So I would think you've got to have a threshold possibly of both a dynamic stretch and a static stretch, joint mobility, get the joints moving. Right. And, and the, that would be neck, shoulder, elbow, wrist, fingers even, yeah, lower back, hips, knees, ankles. Any part of your body where there's articulation that can flex, extend, rotate. Um, so I, I would start the most important two, I would say is your neck and your hips. Your hips are the biggest joints in the body because they've got the longest levers hanging off them, the legs. Yes, of course. And the hips in the middle of your body. You've got two of them as well. Okay, so now the neck is the start of your spine. Okay, your cervical spine. So I would say that the neck, because of how close it is to your head, uh, and your hips, if you only actually worked two of those joints a day, okay, it'd be easy to think, well, if I work at a desk, surely I've got to do my fingers all the time. Well, there's such small joints in the hands and wrists compared to the, the neck and the hips, okay? And that would simply be to flex the neck back, uh, flex the neck forward, extend it back, or turn it left and right. Your, right, your, so how many times would you recommend doing that? I would do it at two or three times each way. So six, right. so 12 o'clock, six o'clock, Three o'clock and nine. Like this. Yeah, and actually, apart from Harry, who's going to see you? It's true. I've just seen you do it. <laughs> it didn't take long, did it? 
It now, feels good as well. It, it, yeah, it feels it's, really good. It's a simple thing, and it's at the top of your body. Now, the middle of your body, again, let's go back to the hips. Now, it's hard to actually stretch or mobilise the hips sat while we're sat on them. What you can do is stand up and just simply tilt left and right and push the hips forward and back. So right. again, we're going, we're going 9 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, or north, south, east, west, however you want to look at it. Just do it two or three times, okay? And you've got two. If you want to work it, one individual, just a knee raise up and down. You, a, a, a static stretch um, should only be done at the end of physical activity, whether it be through exercise or through work-related. Whereas a dynamic stretch, joint mobility and flexibility is something that's going to get more blood pumping around your body. It's going to push more oxygen to your brain so you can think straighter. Don't, I like it. And we're talking about five minutes or less. Three minutes even. Right, so doing that once a day? I would do, for what you're doing, I would do that three, four times a day, but for such a small amount of time, it's not eating into your day. It's not breaking your concentration uh, for a long period. I would say two to three minutes, two or three times a day, no matter what. Right, so do the head, mus- yeah, the head the neck. movements, neck, the neck, sorry. Yeah, your neck. And then hips as well. Neck and hips. Granted, the extremities on the end, fingers and wrists, ankles, they're important. Well, you can get repetitive strain injury, can't you? Of course you can, yeah. Hands. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and of course, there's simple ones. If it's the ankles, you can still do them. If you can't get up, you can still take one foot off the floor and flex the ankle forward and bring it back. We call that a fancy term, okay? I don't like using fancy terms, okay? But we use it on today. If you push the ankle forward, push the toe forward, it's called plantar flexion. If you bring the toe back towards your shin, it's called dorsiflexion. So you're actually, you're, you're flexing and extending the ankle. Then you can rotate it left and right like I'm doing now. Right. For those that can't see, I've got one leg lifted in the he air, has. moving the ankle joint. And you can rotate it. That costs nothing. That costs 15 seconds. Nothing. Didn't have to pay for that. You haven't got to go anywhere. Don't need fancy equipment. Don't need fancy words. Just got to do something. Thank you. This is really helpful. I tend to stand up as well and stretch ah, um, my arms. Right. Now, Amy at this moment in time has just shown me a stretch, which I do, and that was a static stretch because you've done that. You've taken your arm, put it across your body, taken the other arm to support it and held like we're doing now. Yes. What we're doing now is a static stretch. Better than nothing, but not ideal. Right. Okay. Static stretches should be done at the end, the end of your day, after workout, after physical activity. You're better off um, doing that one, okay? Pulling the elbows back, pushing the elbows forward, like those seated machines. Are, yes. Okay? And what you're doing, you're actually stretching the muscle. Uh, you're you're stretching the muscle's capability, and you're pushing oxygen-filled blood cells around. That's better than finding that and holding it. That's okay. I suppose this is more of a movement, isn't it? Movement, joint mobility, flexibility, rather than holding your breath or finding a a, a holding position. Okay. Tell me about one of my favourite my favourite um, uh, subjects, hydration. Tell me, what do you do for hydration at we Market We often Inn? talk about this, don't we, in our yep. podcast. Yep. It often creeps up. Um, so every morning, like I was saying, when yep. we first arrive, we um, go and get fresh water in yep. our jug. Um, so it means that we can see how much we're drinking. Yeah. Um, but Harry also likes to have his bottled water as well. Has he got um, one of those bottles that's got the little markers on it? No, but that's a really good idea. Yeah, the, the ones I'm seeing are the, it's called Hydrate Mate, and it's got eight instead yes, of Yes, yeah, and I know I get what you it. mean. Ready? Get this, simple idea done well. Plastic bottle, put a sticker on it, and everyone wants one, because it's shiny and it's colourful. Because we're drawn, we're, we're attracted to shiny, colourful things. You buy someone of those, one of those, what do they cost? Anything between £3 and £10. 
and fill it and put it on the desk. I'm, I'm genuinely going to look into this. Hydrate, mate. Do they make orange ones, though, to go with the brand? I don't know. Ring them up, find out. Okay, if they don't... The, 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 I get it, the branding is important, right? But what's more important is what's in it, the water. Exactly. <laughs> okay, right. I'll get one regardless, yeah. but if they have an orange one, it's a bonus. Sure. Super. How many times are you drinking out of that fancy jug? Um, just whenever I'm thirsty, really. Right, here we go. Right, a favourite of mine again. You're thirsty when your mouth's dry. It's too late by then, or nearly too late. If your mouth's dry, that's the last sign that you're thirsty. Other than, other than going to the ladies, okay? Um, so, right, um, when you're thirsty, your, your, um, your, attention, your attention levels um, uh, drop, okay? Um, the, you're better off uh, sipping water throughout the day so you don't get thirsty, rather than holding out as long as you ta can until you get thirsty. Would you hold your breath for as long as you could? And do it all the time. No. No. What you do, you keep taking little breaths throughout the day. And when you exercise, you take bigger breaths. Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I like the analogy. Yeah. Would you hold your breath to see how long you can hold your breath and you get lightheaded and then do it again five minutes later? No, you wouldn't. Who does? Even a deep sea diver wouldn't do that. So why do we see how long we can go without water? Yeah. It, it doesn't make yeah. sense, does it? But I think I'm almost trying to program myself. So at the start of every day, I go and get the water. Mm -hmm. So then I know it's there. It's there. And then I'd like to think that I drink more yeah. because I have done that. Yeah. And it's visual. You can exactly. See it. I can see it. So I think <coughs> I do drink more that, than I would if I ha if I didn't do that yeah. every day. Like it. Big tick. We do it. Yeah. You know, if it's in front of you, if you can see it, it's a reminder. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind. We're, we're built like that. Exactly. You know, crikey. We like to put things in front of us that we like. And we always have uh, fresh water for clients as well. Yeah. They excellent. always have water when they come in. Excellent. So trying to keep the world hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> crikey, that's a, that's, a, that's a big task. You're on your own there. Right. Next up. All right. So... Let's look at, uh, I'm, uh, I'm envisioning, uh, trying to envisage your building. Lighting, heating, uh, or temperature. Let's start with lighting. Okay, have you got windows outside, external windows? We do, yes. Ooh. So um, it's a very, like I was saying, it's a very quirky shape. Yeah. Um, so the windows span to around half of one of the walls. Oh, so, so. So it's a really good size window. And we excellent. have a beam as well. Yeah, in fact, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, that is a huge tip because, right, all even though between sort of October, November, right up across until February, March, in the winter periods, autumn, winter, we're not getting enough um, vitamins, uh, uh, vitamin D from sunlight. We're not. Even if you went out all day, you wouldn't get the same amount you get in the spring and summer. We could still be vitamin D deficient. Okay. Right, now, I'm not saying that those windows at the side of Market Inn are going to help you take in vitamins, because it, it, you'd have to stand with your face pressed against them all day to get a fraction more vitamins than normal, okay, from daylight. But what it does, it creates a better mood in the building. Yeah. Especially this time of year. Exactly. It, feel, it just feels lighter. It does feel lighter. Um, right, tell me about your um, building, the actual artificial light in the building, overhead lighting. What, what is it? So we have uh, two lots of LED strips. What colour? They're Can't more, be orange. They're more yellow. Yellow. They're sort of white yellow. All right. Are you going to try and make those orange? I no. would. No. I, if I had it my way, it would be. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, for the working environment, it's a, it's a really good light. Yeah, it's yeah. not too bright. Okay. And where they are as well, they're, yeah. they're perfectly positioned. Sure. We also have a lamp in the corner. Yeah. Shining on our orange tree. A bubble lamp? No. <laughs> 
a, yeah, it's a really big lamp, yeah. orange lamp, obviously. Okay. And it shines on the orange tree. And then we have our own uh, lamps as well. On the desk itself? Yes. Like like reading lamps or something like yes. that? Yes. All right. So we okay. have loads of different. So we have um, a good mixture of natural light yeah. and synthetic light as well. Right. How about this? You try to get through as much of the day as you can without putting the overhead lights on. So if you were to get into work at eight o'clock in the morning, we'll just say eight o'clock. Yeah. It's already light at eight o'clock now. Would it be light enough for you to work at eight o'clock without putting the overhead lights on? I'd probably say so. Try it out. Try it out because what we find is out of force of habit, we walk through the door, okay, and click, we go and press that 240 volts and put the light on. At force of habit, people would still put lights on in the office, even if it was light enough without. Yeah, so try, okay, try to actually um, work um, within reason without the light. And that way, when it's, when it's, um, when it's not safe or it's, it's, dark, it's too dark to work without a light, then you put it on. So you're getting, you're actually getting something else. In the same way that our mum used to say to us as kids, don't put your curtain in the house, you won't for the benefit of yeah, when you go outside. Yeah, of course. Same thing. Right. Yeah, well, I promise I will try that. Well, try it. Yeah. It can't harm. If you find that when you turn the lights off at, I don't know, uh, if you were to turn the lights uh, off at four or five o'clock and it's too dark. Well, it, it is a lot lighter now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's getting, isn't it 30 seconds a day it's getting lighter? I don't know. I've heard anything Something from like half that. a minute to, to one minute to two minutes. I've never stood outside and timed it. <laughs> I'm too busy. Um, all right. Okay. Temperature. Ah, it's a real, I'm a re, this is a real biggie. I'm really me. interested by this one. This is a real biggie for me, um, Amy, because um, uh, one thing I can't, um, I can't work with, although we've got our, our, our heating on our treatment room at the moment. We do, it's very nice. I can't work with artificial um, heating all day. It makes me feel tired and sleepy and sluggish and what's the other word, like a lethargy. Um, but the difference like is... Like lethargic. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. Um, but... Um, at good condition, we're moving around all day, most of the day, and we're stood up as well. We're, we're, we're crouching down with a client, we're pressing and pulling and twisting and all day movement. Um, we don't need the heating on, unless of course it's in the treatment rooms where they're coming for sports massages. So, different at Market Inn. Tell me. So, um, we like to open the windows throughout the day, mm -hmm. just to get a bit of fresh air through. Yeah. Um, but as you know, it's been quite cold recently. Yeah. So, um, we'll leave them open for a few minutes. Yeah. Let the air, the fresh air circulate. Yeah. And then, uh, when it's too cold, we might put the, the little heater on yep. that we have. Um, but yeah, we're just constantly changing it, depending on if we're warm or cold, really. Does Harry sit um, uh, in, a, in, a, in a, a shirt all day? Yes, most of the time he is in a shirt. Right, so if he's wearing a shirt in winter, what's he going to wear in summer? Are we talking like just being a short sleeve shirt or something? Probably. Right, in, when it's coldest in winter, how, why about, how about having the heating on half what you'd normally turn it on, but you or Harry wear a jumper? Is there a dress code at marketing? Um, it's, it's smart but casual. Because I like to create um, sounds like a, nightclub, a relaxed... Right? Smart but casual. It's definitely not right, Club. Um, I like to create a relaxed environment, but also professional. Yeah. I would pace myself, okay? Um, I would think, okay, in the middle of winter, we've got to put the heating on. Okay, to stop the, uh, you know, stop everyone from freezing. But certainly, we, we would put on one of our work polo shirts and maybe even one of our work full length, full length tops over um, and then turn the heating down rather than having the heating at full blast because we're sat here in tropical shirts. Because what you can do in summer then? Yes. Right, so... So climatising it a bit more so that we're ready for summer. Yeah, don't just use the heating, the thermostat. Yeah. Use your clothing. 
And of course, here's the next one. If you or Harry have already exercised before you start your day, you're gonna have that warm blood coursing through your veins, your nervous system will be fired up, you'll be naturally warmer as well. You show me someone who exercises each morning and I'll show you someone who, that same person, nine times out of 10, aren't as cold as their, as their fellow workers throughout the day. Because their fellow workers have creaked out of bed, creaked into the kitchen, lumbered themselves into the car, everything full heat, got to work and sat in full heat all day. You might as well be asleep. Okay, so a little bit of cold air will do you do you good. You, you, you're right. Yeah, we love opening the window. Yeah. it's just like fresh air. Yeah, it feels let great. Let it circulate. It helps the brain, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Okay, so I have some ticks there. Now, ergonomics environment. Yes. Tell us about. You, you've mentioned a couple of times about how um, your buildings. Did you call it quirky? Quirky. Far away. What does that mean? So I think the, the overall look of Spark House itself is a quirky building. Okay. The fact that it's on stilts. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think it, it really stands out yeah. in the bright colours as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then our room, as soon as I walked into it um, to ask for that room, I thought this is marketing because it's not a normal box shaped room. Yeah. Um, I don't like to do anything normal really. Sure, okay. I like to mix everything up. Yeah. And go against what other people are doing. All right. So I've kind of applied that to the room in a way. Yeah, okay. So it's a quirky room. Sure. Right, quirky as in the shape of the building. The shape, yeah, the shape of the building and the shape of the room. All right, have you got to, I'm not, I don't know anything about what you call it, feng shui or anything like that. Oh, feng shui. Yes. Are you into that? I, I, do, I do think there's some sense in it. I do think okay. it does work. I've seen your Instagram page, marketing. Instagram page, your Facebook page, and I've seen, I've looked at them and always thought that looks fun in that office. And I call it an office because it's a, a, a sort of an office environment. Yeah. Would you call it an office or would you call it? Um, I call it marketing HQ. Oh, okay, headquarters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's always HQ. Not an office. An office is in, like in the program with uh, David yeah. Brent. That's an office. Well, we're just creating like a really fun environment, a really yeah. welcoming environment. Yeah. Um, an environment where we could stand up and brainstorm. We've got big boards yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah, we've got an orange tree and it's just all very free-flowing in there. Sure, all right. Okay, so let me talk about um, uh, mobility and agility. We are going back a little bit to uh, posture and stretches. So mobility and agility, right, okay. Um, do you, um, after work, uh, you drive home? Yes. Yep, yeah. okay. Um, are, is there any exercise throughout the week? Because last year you wasn't exercising in the norm when we touched on the subject as in having some kind of fitness exercise or training no. are you doing any now not yet oh, okay so, not yet not yet so basically um because i've been focusing on the business so much yeah bringing harry on board yeah um, it means now that i've got a bit more free time yeah so um we're we're, re we're rapidly building the business right now sure um but when it settles down a bit yeah and we have more foundations in place okay. more systems in place yeah uh, then i will be able to start again because i'd love to get back into dancing it's superb it's, it's a big part of yeah. my life my wife salsa dances what kind of dance are you talking about um i used to do tap and jazz oh wow yeah crikey. so i love tap and jazz right get ready ready are you at the headquarters of marketing saturday and sunday I used to be. Are you now? So now I'm not, no. There's your time. Exactly. One hour for you, Amy time. Or Amy and Jamie time, all right, right. So if there's a period, it's not that you haven't got enough time because you've got 24 hours each day, times seven days, what is that? How's your math, 168? Well, I think it is, okay. If, if you've got it wrong, please ring in and tell us. <laughs> right, you must find an hour. Yes. Find that hour, make the hour. Make the hour for Amy time. 
okay? Because the one thing that you own, you could have the best ergonomic chair that money could buy, that you've tested for 90 days for free. You could have the best workstation and desk, both you and Harry. You could have uh, the uh, most um, wrist and finger friendly um, uh, workstations for uh, repetitive strain injury. Um, you could drink you know, 10 gallons of water a day. I wouldn't suggest you do that. Right, okay, that's fine. Um, but, and you could have a nice shiny car out the front, but you don't actually own those things. The one thing you actually own outright is your body. That's the exactly. one thing. Exactly, you have to look after yourself. Right, if we were to stop, you and I was to go into Lincoln, which we're gonna do one day, and we stopped 100 people and ask them what they own, the first thing they'll think of, if they, yeah, they'll say their house, the car, the jacket on their back, the shirt on, the blouse on, their favorite shoes, okay? And I always think, you've paid for it, yeah. And let's just say they've got a mortgage, and they've got £30,000 to, uh, to pay off the mortgage. And it's like, right, you still don't own it. Yeah, I own my own house. That's what, that's what they say. No, you don't. Until you've paid your mortgage off, you still don't own it. The bank's yes. own it. Yeah. Right, but the one thing they do own, even if they had £100,000 to pay on the mortgage, they still own their own body. So true. When we get those shiny cars, you know, I personally met someone four weeks ago who told me that she swaps her car in every three years, 36 months, three years, um, for a brand new one each time. And I said, why is that? And she goes, because I can't be bothered to get it fixed. I don't want to have to pay for MOTs. And I always want, and I get that. Nice shiny car, brand new car smell. That, 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 yes, yeah. The yeah. Door, and the door, right, you don't own that car. And I said to her, but you don't own that car. What, what if I went and bought it outright and wrote out a check or a big pile of cash? You still wouldn't own it because eventually you're going to trade it in, swap it in, you're going to, or the car's going to get crushed if it's an old one. You don't own it. You own your body. The best car you can buy is the one you're stood in, your own body. It's true, and you can't upgrade it. Like You, you have to look after it. You can't go into the garage. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it is so important to, for us to understand the, that, that irrespective of, of um, you could go and buy the, 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 best, the best dress in town. I could go and buy the best um, jacket in town, the best pair of jeans in town. We eventually will not own them. They get old, we throw them away, we pass them on, we stick them on eBay, we take them to a charity shop. We don't own them anymore, but we still own our own body. It's the one thing. And yet, I guarantee, if we stop 100 people and we had a checklist of 10 answers that we thought we were gonna get, I would say 95%, if not more, of those 100 people that we randomly stopped, adults from the age of, say, 18 to and above, wouldn't say the first thing that come into my mind, I own my own body. What do you, what do you think? I'm actually going to do that now. I'm, yeah, I'm really interested by this. No. I, feel, I feel like we should actually do this. I, I, I would, I'd put uh, a fiver, five pound. Okay, that's not a lot, is it? Um, that 95% or more, the first answer they wouldn't say, okay, is their own body. They would say, they would think, if they had to stop and think, the, the, because they don't think of it, they don't think of it as, as actually a, uh, an item, uh, a tangible thing, an asset. It's the one asset that we're born with and we're going to die with. Exactly, yeah. you have to really look after yourself. We, we do, and I don't understand how, but we're getting off onto a slightly different subject now. So, Amy time, right? And I would certainly suggest, Amy, and this is just my suggestion, okay, that you make Amy time, right, and, uh, with regards to tap and jazz, or some form of dancing, from next week. Because the longer you put it off, okay, uh, what will happen is, you're, you know, whilst you're concentrating on marketing in, okay, and I understand that, you've got to put all your time and effort into it, the one thing, other than the keeping your clients happy, that runs market in, uh, Harry aside, is Amy Wallace. Yes. Yeah. When we're on a plane, and they have those instructions that if a plane was about to go down or crash, 
and they say those um the uh, oxygen masks fall out the first thing they do is they say sort yourself out first it's put it on true. yourself yes and then help others help yourself first don't try and fix yeah. others if you can't look after yourself and help yourself how can you look after others it's a bit easier for me coming from a profession that i'm in and the, the work environment that we're in for us to get our head around it and actually practice it and, and live and preach it it's a bit easier okay and the end result might be different yeah but the actual theory is the same for you i i do really look after myself which is the only thing that's missing is the exercise yeah but it's pending it's pending it's pending okay. so i will definitely get back into it okay i'm gonna hold my breath on that and i can only hold my breath i'm not gonna try it i reckon a minute right next one <laughs> nutrition at work Yes. Right, tell me about lunch break on a normal day when you've got 30 minutes. What are you eating? What are we having? So, at the moment, I tend to be having a lot of pasta. Okay. But it's because the Zing Cafe oh. do such good pasta. Okay. So, they're kind of luring me in with their dishes. Yeah. Uh, so, pasta, um, sandwiches, mm -hmm. and salads. Here we go. Let's start with that the pasta. That tends to be the... Um, sometimes Harry will buy sushi, so we'll have a bit of sushi. That's trendy. That's very city, yes. isn't it? It's very Japanese. Is it Japanese sushi? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know what they call their one in, in South in Korea? Kimchi. Yeah. I was, I was in Korea, South Korea in 1997. Yeah. Crikey. Whippersnapper at 26. Um, and I had their version. Um, it's not their version of sushi. It's, you know, it, but we've got their, where's your sushi? And they're like, you know, ignorant English guy. It's actually kimchi, which is seaweed rolled up in like a big tube. Looks like a Swiss roll, Arctic roll. But it was Japanese have sushi, they have kimchi. Right. And I'm sliding off the subject again. Let's get back to what you said first, pasta. Yes. So in other words, sugar and carbohydrates. Yeah, that's what it is really. Right, let me, let me let's talk about your pasta. So you go and have like a, one of those, is it where they make it for you and they put in all the little little smells and tastes and whatnot in it? Or you're boiling a bag of pasta yourself? Oh no, it, you buy it ready-made. What's with it? It's um, it's in like its own packaging. Yeah, with what? So I tend to have the tomato one, which yeah. has like peppers in it, and basil, or a and nice sauce, yeah. and basil. Yeah, yeah. Or they also have a chicken and bacon one, okay, which is right. really nice with sweet corn. Yeah. And like a thick creamy sauce. Gotcha. I've had them. So they tend to be the two <coughs> that I go for. Excuse me. Right. Okay. So what you've got there is a um a, a source of carbohydrates. Okay, and the carbohydrates are going to give you energy. Okay, if it's whole wheat or whole grain pasta, to a degree it's going to give you a slow release of energy. And I understand why. It fills you. Okay. Right. How about this? You not stop eating pasta at lunchtime. Don't stop. But tweak it. And one day when you could have pasta, have some quinoa. And for our listeners out there, quinoa is written quinoa, but pronounced quinoa. <laughs> okay. Been there, done There's that. so much debate about, isn't there? How, right. okay. how to pronounce it. Okay, so it's, quinoa is a form of a carbohydrate uh, with uh, protein in it. There's more protein in quinoa than there is in pasta. But you still get that kind of feeling back of that you're eating a carbohydrate, something yes. that fills you. Try quinoa. Oh, okay. And if the, the cafe doesn't do quinoa, ready? Ask. I don't think they do. Ask. It's already a no, because you don't think they do. So they might think, oh, let's keep Amy happy. Let's keep our clients happy. Let's go and buy some quinoa, because now we've got a captive audience. Right, if they don't do that, once or twice a week, you bring it in, in a little plastic tub. You're still getting that kind of, um, it feels like pasta, it feels like a carbohydrate, because it is, there's more protein in it. Right, okay. Just a change, not a wholesale change, just a... You mentioned, other than pasta, uh, you mentioned sandwiches. Yes. Whole meal, brown, whole meal or whole grain bread? Whole meal. Okay, big tick, we'll take that. How many? 
So before I did this podcast with you, yeah. I thought I'd have my sandwich yeah. to make sure my stomach doesn't rumble during it. Yeah. Um, so I had wholemeal bread, just two slices. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, with cheese and tomatoes and okay. lettuce. Yeah, sounds nice. I'd, I'd like that. I'd like, I'd, I'd get it. I get the taste. So you're getting a carbohydrate, you're getting fat from the uh, from the cheese and, what was and salad one? cream as well okay get more fat um so of course the lettuce is your, your sort of vitamins and most of it's water all right ready don't stop it just tweak it just change it make your own at home get oh i have it, it was made at home oh okay yeah i then. brought it in all right so we found we've teased it out of you we found that you made it yourself great remember um bread doesn't matter who makes it okay wholemeal white bread okay but bread will at the very least maintain your current body weight. And for most people, it adds weight. Yeah, it's a big source of carbohydrate and energy, bread, pasta. Okay, unless you're burning that off with the tap and jazz that you're gonna go back to for any time, over a space of time, very, very slightly over a space of time that will add weight. Right. And, and it will add body fat. Because you might be taking on more carbohydrates than your body can um, burn off at work. And there's something else as well, when we just talk about work-related, not exercise, it can make you go sleepy. Oh, okay. Yeah, your body's now trying to digest. I mean, digest. I must admit, I'm a very um, energetic person anyway, so I don't really realise. Yeah. But it might it might be making me sleepier. It might be. But in relation to yeah. how hyperactive I am anyway, I might not realise. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Um, for, for the layman, for the average Joe, or average Jane, they would have a, a pasta meal at lunch because it looks and sounds healthy, but all, if you're buying it, always read the label. It could have high salt or high fat content if it's got salad cream or whatever in it. And that's okay once a week. But generally, get used to, try your little plastic tub from home, bit of Tupperware out of you, and you've got um, tuna fish, and you mentioned lettuce or broccoli or something like that, or spinach, and next to it, a bit of cottage cheese. That it's a high protein, high vitamin, low I fat meal. I love cottage cheese as yeah, well. Yeah, chuck a slice so of So it is good on. for you. Oh yeah. That's a bonus. It's a slow release protein into your body. I won't live on it, but it's certainly not going to make you fat, okay? Um, right, remember your nutrition. You have to think about food that's going to keep you um, satiated or keep you feeling full, but not to a point of when you get like what the uh, like a carb coma, like you get after a Sunday roast. Yeah. We just want to sleep in front of the TV. And it's, it's not because it's three o'clock, because why would we be tired at, at one to three o'clock? It's because we've just eaten such a big meal, so many carbohydrates and fat in it um, that our body is now spending all of its energy trying to accept and digest that food. And it can take hours. So what's happened is we, we're, our oxygen is going towards the middle of our body to digest the food, makes our brain sleepy. That's why we get those little, you want right. to sleep after you, Sunday roast. Yeah, you roast. often do find that, don't you? Mm. After a Sunday roast. And plus, of course, Sunday roasts are done at home, usually in your own house with the heating on, yes. or at least warm. So, so it doesn't help. No. Especially at Christmas when you're eating loads. I mean, I can imagine you don't eat as much at as Christmas. Much, as much what? With you being healthy, you're a healthy person. Ready? But do you still eat loads? Full transparency. I eat a ton of food. Oh. An absolute bucket load of food. Um, a lot of food. But 90% of my food is healthy. I don't right. know. I, I like a bit of chocolate from now and then. But you won't come to ours and find fizzy drinks in the fridge, fruit juices. You won't find big bags of crisps or biscuits. Okay, it's not food. It's, it's actually not food. Doesn't well, you come... very much practice what you preach, don't you? Yeah, like, I do. And, you're completely and... integrated with yeah. everything. Yeah, I do. And my wife, Alison, does as well. Yes, we had lots of chocolate for Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Who, who didn't? And I think we had one or two drinks. But the, the fact is, um, 
that, that I want to come into good condition on a, on a Monday morning. And Alison wants to go into the solicitors where she works in Lincoln on a Monday morning, feeling energized because we've eaten the right foods Sunday and on Monday morning, okay? Um, there's always one day where you don't get enough sleep compared to normal. If that's compounded by poor nutrition, you can't focus at work. We talked about it last year, we touched on it last we year. We did, yes. All right, so remember, um, do you need that many calories and that many carb that much carbohydrate in your body when you're just sat down all day? You, only you would know. That will creep up on you over the next five, six, seven years. It will creep up. Creeping biscuit theory, one biscuit a day, which is just sugar, yeah, just sugar and fat, in the office worker. And office workers don't eat one biscuit. They eat two, three, half a pack. We're actually quite good. So for snacks, we will have oranges. Ooh, is that because yeah. it's orange or because it's healthy? Both. But we just branding. Look, we You're just eating look, your... Honestly, we're we're so into the branding, yeah. even down to the food. So we eat loads <coughs> of oranges. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So even snacks, we have like nuts, oranges. Excellent. So we are generally quite healthy. That's super. Yeah. That's great. Now that is amazing. But sorry, what were you saying about the creeping up on you? Yeah, creeping biscuit theory. Average office worker um, who eats biscuits at work. Okay. And an office worker does not eat one biscuit. They'll, they'll eat more than one because what's better than one biscuit? Two biscuits. What's better than two? A whole packet. And so forth, right. Yeah. Okay, if um, I actually studied this when I was in Nottingham, when I was studying back in 07, 08, this is, this is theory, and then we looked at it and thought the math is sound as well. Average office worker who, who only worked for 10 year period, okay, and office workers work for more than 10 years, but let's just say 10 years. If they were to have one biscuit a day, Monday to Friday, 48, 49 weeks a year, over 10 years, that could, own two, that could add two stone of fat to their body just from the biscuits itself. Wow. Because they're not eating that sugar and that fat and that biscuit and they're running around the block, are they? No, well, they're just, they're like, if it's in an office, then you generally sit at your desk, aren't you? Right, so why would they need more sugar and more calories when they're not burning it off? What, what are they gonna go and climb a ladder? Do they need that sugar in their body? I can't believe that, two stone. Yeah, over a 10 year period, you could add two stone, 28 pounds of body weight, and most of that would be fat, it's not gonna be muscle, just from eating biscuits every day, five days a week, for 10 year period. And actually, it's probably even less than 10 years. 10 years. And that's because we don't eat one biscuit. Office workers eat more than one biscuit, okay? Um, if you were to go into a big company in Lincoln where there's lots of staff, there's always someone who brings in biscuits, someone who brings in cakes. And the bigger the team, the bigger the staff, okay, that it's so-and-so's birthday. It's so-and-so, okay, yes. go, right. And so it seems, and like those biscuit Fridays and cake Fridays become biscuit and cake Thursdays. Oh, I'll just have one today. It adds up. They probably oh. don't realize they're doing it, do they? All right, um, so keep, keep your nutrition, high vitamin and high protein and some carbohydrates and fats, not the other way around. You've not got a physical job, Amy. You've not got a physical, uh, physical profession in terms of, you know, you've got to pull someone, press someone, lift yes. something up. Yours is providing your marketing skills for the hospitality industry. It's your brain and your personality. I'll bear this in mind, thank you. So we're fine to stick to our oranges and the nuts Super. as like, yeah. a snack. Well, you've got your vitamins, your protein, you know, and they're cheap and portable. And don't take a lot of prep. Another big tick. Nearly there, time constraints. All right, time constraints for health in the workplace. Right, I would suggest, okay, um, from personal experience, 
that if um, you and Harry have a, a time constraint, as you say, right, today, Harry, we're opening at, when was your opening time? When do you come in? Eight, nine? It te- well, it tends to vary. I could easily be there from seven o'clock okay. till seven at night. Yeah. Um, but it tends to be about half eight that I get in. Till but we officially four. start, we officially open at nine. Ah, that's right. So when can someone walk into the building? So at nine. So I could walk into Market Inn at one minute past nine and the door's open? Yes. When's the last time? When does the door technically close? Um, well, we, we've had meetings at six o'clock on a Friday. Okay. So, right. um, yeah, although reception's closed, yeah. we we don't have to close. Sure, okay. We can work as many hours as we want. Yeah, because you want to, and the demand yeah, is there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Because we right. love it. There's still, um, from personal experience, you have to set yourself a time constraint uh, for when to switch off, and that's switch off the desktop workplace, switch off tech and media, um, and switch off your body and your brain. We talked about it. Yes. Why do we watch Netflix? The content's not that good. Okay, so, um, and we, we, we have to do it to reset. We have to do it. If you want to fill a balloon with its maximum air that you can put in it to blow it up to its maximum, you're blowing to it until the balloon's about to pop. Okay, so let's just say it's at its maximal and you've only got a touch of pin on it and it burst. How else could you blow more air into that balloon without it bursting? You let the air out and it reset it and do it again. Yeah. I love your analogies. You have so many analogies. I read it and it stuck. Sad but true. That's fine. We have to actually say, right, okay, turn it off. Okay, downtime. Our well-being is important. Our, our mental well-being, our nervous system, our attention to detail can only be maintained or improved with turning off and resetting. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, you, we, you talked about it, how you open up the, 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 the windows uh, at Market Inn yes. to let fresh air in. We've got to recirculate, we've got to regenerate ourselves. And there's the obvious one, that's sleep. But you can't sleep at work. We shouldn't sleep at work. <laughs> All right, so what we can do is do something in our day, once or twice a day, in our working day, to say, right, this next five minutes, nada, zilch, nothing. No one in, no one out. Even I've heard about some people that are very holistic minded, they actually close their eyes and they'll have a sleep. Oh, really? Well, in America, they call it power napping. And we've heard it over here. You've heard about some of these. Well, big... in China, they have pods, don't they? They do. Where you can nap. I know, I want one of them. They look expensive, though. They do. Um, we have to set ourselves time constraints. When I exercise, which was this morning, okay, um, I, I, I look at my watch, and from the moment I warm up on a treadmill, or a bike, or a cross trainer, anything like that, to the moment I walk out of our fitness room and I go and take a shower, I know when I'm gonna start and when I'm gonna finish. And therefore the quality of my exercise, okay, uh, is, is concentrated because I've set myself a time constraint, even if I've not got an appointment straight away. I, I, like this morning I said, 40 minutes, okay, from when I actually stepped on to when I stepped off, whatever I was doing. That's good. And because I can't get time back. Um, if I'd said 55 minutes, I would have probably still done the same amount of exercise I was going to do to the yeah. same level. I would have just dragged it out. If we go into the barbers or the hairdressers for yourself and they could do a good my nine t- ten pound haircut, I imagine yours cost about 50 or 60 quid. That's oh, the bless norm. you. That's very sweet. I'm just, it I'm is just around guessing. 20 pounds though. Okay, so 100% more than mine. <laughs> so double. Right. <laughs> if they could do your hairstyle or they could for your 20 pound or my nine pound in three seconds and you're out, would you take that? Yeah, definitely. There's the time constraint. We want that same end result or that same um, that same net or that same service to our clients in minimal time. Time is one thing no one on the planet can get back. 
We can get money back. We can get um, our health back, our wealth. We can't get time. That's out Very of our, true. It's in our control, okay, up until it's gone past us. That's one thing that will always be behind us, that time. So say to yourself, okay, if you're in a hurry, say for our, our own health and well-being, we are going to designate a specific day that we can look in the diary. And that day, the door closes, shut, close sign, at five o'clock and we go home, or five o'clock and we go and do our, our, um, our creation things outside. We yeah. go home, we go and do fitness, we go and do, but, but once in a blue moon, that will suit everybody. All right, we're red flagging at the moment on our, we uh, are. our podcast. Never seen that before. 